0: <laughs> did you Did you record? No, not yet. Welcome to the Target of Podcast, episode twenty or twenty one or twenty two. We don't know. <laughs> We're so professional. Lost track.
1: lost, camp. I lost
0: camp. <laughs> We've been off for We've been for a while, guys. So yeah, um, no. Welcome to the Target of Podcast, episode twenty ish. <laughs> so, Omar Nicholas, who actually has his name out this time. Uh, so trying yeah.
1: to get it right
0: we got a lot to discuss this episode a lot's been going on we took a hiatus yeah. week and um it is it's time to talk about things let me just first start saying this like look looks like springs out right things like the country's back to normal right got a shooting in kentucky a couple weeks ago shooting in uh georgia a couple of weeks ago shooting in colorado a couple of weeks ago so yeah country's getting back to normal and of course black people getting persecuted and shot by the police that's always been normal so that's what we're going to be talking about yeah. Uh, yeah just just so much going on um we're also going to talk about the 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 law proposed by French senate uh so Omar's going to really take point on that one but uh yeah let's talk about the big one this week uh that's uh the Dante Wright case so I don't know if you guys have seen the video. I've seen the video once. Uh, don't need to see the video again. And um, so Deont- uh, Devontae Wright was someone who was shot by a police officer who thought that they were being tased. Thought that it was actually tasing the person. So just going through a clip of the video that I saw and just description of what um, what's been reported. So he was um, he was pulled over for expired tax okay he had a misdemeanor warrant right when the cops found this out they decided to try to arrest him he got back into his car right and when this happened the cop of 26 years right a 26 year cop who was training another police officer at the time right um pulled out her gun.
2: Sorry, also on... the head of their local police union, by the
0: way. Oh, oh yeah. Thank you for reminding that. Yeah. Also head of the local police union, pulled out her gun, uh, who thought it was a taser, and shot uh, Mr. Devante in the... Uh,
2: Dante. Dante.
0: Is Dante? I'm sorry. I yeah, I... yeah, Dante. I think I have it spelled as a V on my paper. I'm sorry, Dante, <laughs> Dante right? And, um, and, and, and um, like he just shot him and eventually killed him, right? So just kind of like my thoughts on this as well. And I know like we initially didn't want to like watch the, the video for this. People of course don't want to talk about this, but I think we have to talk about this. This is how we come up with some solution. My initial thoughts when it happened was one of two folds. Was it negligence on the police officer's part or negligence on the police department part, right? Because you would think that there's some sort of protocols in place where a cop should be able to tell the difference between their gun and their taser, right? especially a 26 veteran, 10 or six year veteran of the police force who is president of the union, right? And regardless of that, of who, was the negligent one, which it seems to be the the cop. Uh, She was the negligent one. It just shows a lack of like value of life, right? And I remember, it it shows a lack of value of life and it it frustrates me. Like how little do you care about people's lives, right? When you would make that sort of mistake, right? And I saw a quote by uh, Trevor Noah uh, talking about, like we think of like the police department as um, a few bad apples, right? Um, But not the whole batch is bad. And what we need to really think about it is that it's actually a bad tree, a rotten tree that breeds that just so happens to breed a couple of few, a few good apples, essentially. Right? So the way I see it is we need to defund the police or restructure the police if fund is too offensive to you and like really start over because let's face it, these mistakes that are happening right now, black people are suffering for this, right? People of color are suffering for this. So I'll end like my turn there and definitely defer to you guys as to like, what do you guys think? And what are your thoughts? And by all means, please share.
1: So uh, for me, like when I, when I see these headlines now, I kind of just take a deep breath, right? It's just like, here we go again. Why is this normal now, mm. you know? And it's it's not, I guess it's not so much that it's normal, it's just that like the video is so readily available, you know, the power of the internet, everything gets shared like at the yeah. snap of a finger. But every time you see one of these incidents, it's always like, it's negligence on the officer. They try to say it's an accident or some BS like that. Or they try to say that, you know, it was a threat, and now you have this woman saying, "Like I can't tell my taser for my gun," or, um, you know, she picked up the wrong thing maybe in the heat of the moment or something like that. But it's like if you're a 26-year veteran, you know where your stuff is on your on your person. Um, and if you watch the video, I think he was trying to like turn and you know get away or something like that. Mm-hmm. So if he's if he's trying to get away, he's not a threat. So pulling your gun isn't even necessary, using the taser, like, is it really necessary? You know, I don't, you know, I don't know. And then it also makes me wonder, you know, for traffic cops, um, are firearms really necessary? He was pulled over for, uh, I think, expired tags. Right. Um, And when I was reading, looking at the interview of like, I think the police chief in the area, a lot of the reporters were asking like, you know, are you and your staff aware of the fact that during the pandemic, there's a backlog on requests for new tags new uh, to get registered? There's a backlog. So you're gonna see a lot more people with expired tags. Um, I was waiting and, to say that. Uh, yeah, so if, if the staff is aware of that, why are we so willing to pull someone over, right? You know, you, I just, you know, I don't get that. And then it's, it's just, you know, I don't know. It's uh, to me, uh, like you said, um, Saheed. We talk about like restructuring the police. The, the first thing that comes to mind for me is like you need, you need to look at who in the police department actually needs or requires a firearm. You know, for for a simple traffic stop, speeding tickets, um, tags, headlights, those types of stops, is a firearm required? I really don't think so. So, yeah, I'll, yeah I, I'll stop, I th-
2: you know. I think that's a that's a really tough case to make. And I think that entails actually a, a much larger conversation. Um, but so one of the points, though, that I was going to make, Nicholas, you said it, right? Expired tags. So several months ago, maybe up to like five, six months ago at the most, in, in the state of Virginia, Governor Northam um, actually made um, new laws which have changed. So there's some things called primary offenses and things called secondary offenses, right? Secondary offenses are things that you can't get pulled over for as a primary reason. That's why they're secondary offenses. And well, I've already explained what the primary offenses. So now expired tags up to four months are considered a secondary offense. Um, Your headlights out, you know, or basically things like that, or tints. those are secondary offenses. And the reason Governor Northam did this is because he wants to eliminate or help reduce, uh, you know, anything like this happening, these ridiculous traffic stops, which are made to target minorities. So, and, and going back on the case, right? Like, you know, why I need a taser, why I need a gun? Now, in my opinion, I think if the officer had used a taser, I think she could have gotten, gotten out of this, right, legally. But you're talking about a 30 ounce, a, nine, a standard nine millimeter gun is about 30 ounces or so. And the weight of a taser, whether it was yellow or whether it was black, whatever it is, it's significantly lighter. And the fact that the kid is, I think he was like running away. Why would you try to fire at them? I, you know, I, I didn't have the heart to watch the video. So was he running away?
0: Yeah, so what happened was that they put the cuffs on him, right, when they found out that he had a warrant, right? Mm-hmm. And there's actually a, uh, I haven't confirmed this report, but apparently the warrant was because they sent like information to the wrong house and he missed a court date. That's just a rumor. So I haven't actually confirmed that. So it was a bench
2: warrant, potentially. Yes,
0: Yes. but uh, he had a warrant and then he tried to get back into his car, right? And then the woman pulled out her gun. She goes, you're gonna get tased." And then she yells, Taze, 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 shoot. And then she goes, oh shit, I shot him. Right, as he drove off. I read that. Right. Um, As you said, Omar, yeah there are pro- there's protocols in place that prevents this kind of mistake from happening right taser yeah. being held on one side the taser actually from what i've read there from you new go york it, times earlier, yeah yeah, from yeah. What I read from the new york times obviously not a cop who love a cop to like give me their perspective but a taser is held on the weak side um and it's turned a different way right
1: yeah
0: um so it takes i think a little bit more work to get a taser out than your gun out which sounds a little off to me but um. yeah but yeah still it's it's easier to like again there's protocols in place right and this was just gross negligence yeah so, and, so like, on,
2: on that on that topic though there's yeah. two other points actually sorry that, that I wanted to, to bring up just in case before we like temper a little bit further away Um, was the fact that uh, well, number one, this happened, what Nicholas, he said, just a couple of miles away from literally the courthouse where the trial for George Floyd is currently happening.
0: Ten so miles again, away.
2: in 10 miles away. So literally again, within Minneapolis, Minneapolis, yeah. um, you know, and it, not it's not the same police department.
0: I just want to point that out. Not the same police department. Uh, George Floyd was the actual Minneapolis PD. This was, the, mm-hmm. this was Brooklyn. Like ten Oh,
2: okay, gotcha gotcha, not gotcha
0: the exact same police.
2: Department. Okay, but the fact that it's still within the same area, yeah. right? Sure, right. different police department, but still, again, how many of these cases are you know happening within within that that same right. area? I mean, that's that's crazy. I mean, she's and the then, president
0: of the union of all right. those cops in that area, so yeah,
1: not anymore.
2: Yeah, exactly. And yeah. The, the the other point I wanted to bring up is the fact that you know what would it it, and also in the state of minnesota there was a caucasian guy that was you know pulled over as well and what did he do you know he like what was he like fought back against the police or something and they didn't shoot him or anything so when it comes to caucasians police know how to get everything right they know how to try to de-escalate their calm and collected right because they have this sympathy for them like my people you know or they just don't feel like they're, like, threatened or whatever. But the second it's an African-American, no matter how, you know, little and, and harmless. It was a 20-year-old kid, Dante, right? You know, yeah. skinny little kid. 20 yeah, 20 years old. And, you know, it also sucks because, you know, even more because he had, you know, a child that wasn't even a, a, a year old. I think that was I think that was his child. Newborn. Newborn. Yeah. newborn, wow. Crazy. Yeah, You know, and, you know, when it comes to stuff like this, but then we have to they expect us to excuse their, all of their mistakes that they make when it comes to, you know, African-Americans or other minorities.
0: Yeah, I mean, again, cops make these mistakes and minorities are paying for it. Right. Um, I actually have the video up of the white man that was resisting arrest. I don't know if you guys want to see this. Yeah, I
1: saw that.
0: Yeah, so I'll, I'll just show it like super briefly. Um, let me just pause it right quick. I'll do a quick share.
1: Yeah, just hide your browser tabs. <laughs> we don't want to see porn hello over there.
0: Uh, it's the holy month of Ramadan, and we'll be doing that for a while. Can you guys see that? <laughs> um, yeah, guys, I see it. Yeah, so yeah, this is this is actually off of Shana, um, Sean King's page. So you see, this is actually he refused to wear a mask, right? So what's happening is that he got back in his car. You see a guy with his uh assault rifle here and as he drives away the cops still on the, the the truck the cop is still in the truck while the man is driving away right it is
1: unreal no shots, shot, shots fired either right yeah
0: no yeah. shots fired they didn't fire shots at the the tires or anything right that's totally like no one decided to taste with that guy like
2: shocking. yeah and and so, you know i mean that that's that's the is the case is, you know, people talk about, well, you know, respect the police, comply with them and things won't escalate and, you know, all this other BS, but what about when Caucasians don't comply? Yeah. You know, and then, you know, then, then it's like all, you know, they, they go through the full checklist of, all right, try to de-escalate, you know, uh, we want to preserve their life. They're human, you know, they have a family, whatever, this (laughs) and that, but all of that goes out the drain the second it's a minority.
0: Well, I, I want to add one more point to that too. So cops are trained, right? Are trained for the... Execution. And people
2: forget that. Thank
0: yeah, you. they're supposed to be trained. Civilians are not, right? So yeah. how are civilians right. supposed to be the one that's supposed to keep calm? They don't have the training, right? And they, they're they watching news like everyone else, right? They're seeing what's happened with um, with George Floyd. Uh, well, okay. Well, I, I think
2: this is actually... So, so sorry, sorry to cut you off, but I want to bring up Lieutenant Karen Navarro as well. Oh, right. Now you're talking about trained untrained civilians. Right. And people trying to make this case, like comply. What about lieutenant who is in full military uniform? All right. This has happened here in the state of Virginia was down like Norfolk, I think. And, um, you know, he's, he's come, you see in the video for those that haven't watched the video, he has his window down. He has both of his hands out the window. You could clearly see that he's in military uniform. And then he announces that he's a lieutenant. He's an officer. Yeah. He is an officer serving the country, and you know, and, and it's when he says that one of the cops, were, already, they already have their guns drawn, and they and one of the cops was like, "I serve the country too." That's no excuse. Get out of the car. Get out of the car. Well, and he's yeah. like, so, uh, "I'm afraid." You know, he's like, "I'm I'm afraid." And what do the cops say instead of you de-escalating? They said, said, you said, "You should, should be. You should yep. be." That yep. is not how you de-escalate. That's how you escalate. And then on top of that, the fact that, you know, he was acting like he was more in, in, even though he was, you know, he was fear in fear of his life, but he was perfectly calm and collected. He did not raise his voice once and he was afraid to get out, afraid for his life. And instead of sympathizing with him, if he was Caucasian, he would have driven away without even a warning. Why was he even pulled over because-
0: Why bother, why, why thank you, sir. Thank you for, for your service, sir.
2: Yeah, exactly. Because they couldn't see his tags, even though apparently they were visible according to body cam footage mm-hmm. and his windows were really tinted and he was driving below the speed limit. He wasn't speeding. So they thought that was enough concern to draw their guns out and you know, assault this, this, this man who's serving the country as an officer. Yep. What is the excuse for that? So now he's suing for, I think it's about like and, a million dollars. Only a million,
0: okay. Yeah, yeah well, no, I would for more. <laughs>
2: That's exactly George what I said. Family.
0: So going back to uh, the Dante case, George yep. Floyd family just got 27 million from the city of Minnesota, right? Yeah. So I wonder like how much money are, is this area gonna like keep like speaking yeah. out for their incompetence, right? I also yep. did hear reportedly, right? That they spent 12 million on like de-escalation training. So yeah, many will. How good that did. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, I'm waiting for
2: Governor Northam's uh, res- uh, official response because so far, to my knowledge, he's just he's he's been waiting. He said that you know just going to wait for an internal investigation to take place, and yeah. he's actually fairly liberal as a even as like he's a fairly liberal Democrat. <sighs> um, so I'll be curious to to hear what what he says
0: that's the problem though because when it comes to like facing like the police union a lot of people just fold like, hey yeah, you're, right. you're conservatives, right conservatives are all like oh thin blue line and all that bs right but even yeah. liberals right like even biden right um yeah. like doesn't isn't enough right even though he's taking a more progressive stance but still like yeah. we got to restructure have to. Yeah. Have well, we to. have all these
2: conservatives who think they're, you know, like all about, you know, blue lives matter, but then what happened during the Trump rally? I mean, I'm sorry, the, the Trump's, uh, you know, followers attacking, yeah, the insurrection attacking Capitol Hill. No. And then,
0: it's all you know, different. they
2: were all like, they're all like, no, F the cops, F the cops. Yeah. We, we had your side. We had your side. They're like stomping on the American flag, burning it in front of these cops and stuff. And now they're back to that again.
0: Well, I mean, yep. they killed a cop. the
2: troops or Blue Lives Matter? Like, Which it's one the is it? Cop,
0: right? Right, it's exactly. The cop. Yeah. Um, Brian Seidnick was his name. That's the cop. Well, now, now it's
2: two dead, by the way. Uh, another. Second yeah, well, there,
0: there's been a couple cops Later that on. committed suicide afterwards, too.
2: Oh, dude, uh, I didn't know that.
0: Yes. Capitol so, Hill cops? Yes. Yes. i have to let me verify that. I don't want to get okay. uh That's crazy. Facebook. Thing, but I think to at least two. Copies. Wow. So, uh, yeah, but no, Omar, great points um, about that. I don't know if you heard this story, but this just actually came out a couple of minutes. Nicholas is nodding his head. He knows what I'm going <laughs> Before, like maybe 30 minutes before the show started, right? Adam Toledo, right? The, the, uh, Chicago kid, 13 years old. They just released body cam footage. This happened. Uh, about, oh, wait a minute.
1: Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Before you get on that one, I thought you were gonna talk about the other one where in South Carolina, there was a blackhead walking in his neighborhood, by the way, walking in his neighborhood. This like yeah. huge guy comes out of his house.
0: I'll tell you um, story on that one too. And,
1: and yells about how like, you know, he was in the, he's a whatever in the army and you know he doesn't belong there what are you doing out here in my neighborhood what are you oh doing? Yeah, 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 yeah get, yeah. Out, of here. get out of here get out of here by yeah. like pushing this kid yeah the drill sergeant yeah yeah the drill sergeant basically like what for what this guy did to this kid if if any of us had done any of something like that to anybody it would have been a, it would have been called assault like immediately yeah. or whatever you know what i mean yeah. but he's just like pushing the kid out and he's like where do you live the show proved to me that you that you live in this neighborhood it's like Dude, well, she's out here walking. Like, let yeah. me
0: let me let me uh, let me get to that, right? Cuz I, I know the story on that one. I do want to talk about Adam Toledo, so so this I don't I guess you guys didn't uh, realize this one. So Adam Toledo was a 13-year-old kid that was shot March 23rd, right? Um, in Chicago. Uh, they just released police footage of this like not too long ago. I did not watch the footage of this one cuz this one seemed way more graphic than the other one. Oh, but what happened was he was running he he was stopped, right? Um, he said, the police said, "Show me your hands." He raised his hands up, and the second he put his hands up, pop, right in the chest, right. What? Um, yeah, okay. I can't guys- yeah, I can watch that one. Yeah, I'm. I can not
1: watch all the videos anymore. Yeah. I can't watch them. Yeah. that's why I didn't watch the one with Dante Wright.
0: Yeah. So, but yeah. this one, this one's way more graphic than Dante Wright, right? So this one, like, they sh- apparently his eyes were bulging out his head. I, it, it was crazy. So um, thirteen. 13, his name, Adam Toledo. Again, just when you guys get a chance, take a look at this, Adam Toledo. So- It's
2: crazy, still a baby.
0: Yeah, still a kid, got shot in the chest, right? Cop shot him in the chest when he had his hands up, right? So-
2: That's almost twice the age of my daughter who's about to be six.
0: Yeah, it's nuts. It's absolutely nuts. So to the Jonathan uh, Pentland, I think is his name. Yes, Jonathan Pentland. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, as what Nicholas was saying, so here's the apparent story <laughs> of what happened. Okay, so um, there was a black teenager or no, a black 22 year old, he's 22, 23, right? Walking in the neighborhood with a white uh, girl, right? Apparently, someone's died. They were,
1: they were dating or something, right?
0: I don't know if they were dating. I'll just tell you the okay. story. I'll just tell yeah. you the story that I on, on how I heard it. Uh, there's more, There's um, this is going to evolve. Right. So I'm sure. Oh, for sure. We'll, we'll hear more details about this in the future, but so apparently they were dog walking together. Right. And a lady, maybe them, possibly the mom or a lady saw the guy, the young man tug at her shirt, apparently. Right. And thought it was some sort of assault. So what she did apparently was run out of her house, started yelling help right, to her neighborhood. And apparently was running around the neighborhood. She came across Mr. Jonathan Pantlino. I guess you thought it was being Mr. a good Samaritan, right? Mr. G.I. Joe
1: over
0: there. G.I. <laughs> Joe wannabe. Um, so goes up and, and that's where the video starts. Starts harassing the kid, um, telling him like, where are you from? And it, it, gives, you, it gives you positive like the Emmett Till situation Right. If, uh, Absolutely. Uh, uh,
1: immaterial uh, vibes all day.
0: Yeah. Uh, and not. And not even just that. I mean, there are videos of like of black people in white neighborhoods in like the fifties being pushed and shoved and saying, you know, yeah. anyway, we don't want you here. Right. So, back to kind of to what uh, Nicholas was saying. Oh, uh, where are you from? Like, well, what are you doing here? Like, you're not supposed to be here. You're not. you not. you not. You're not supposed to be around here, right? And it was just like a mess where, where this this kid was just being harassed and he pushed. Pushed this kid into his arrest. Now, thankfully, uh, Mr. Jonathan Pentland got arrested, right? And yeah. I think as I was telling but, you, that chap, his boss's boss's boss is a black man, a two star yeah. Brigadier General. Boss's boss, boss. Yeah. yeah. So,
1: yeah, he's, he's out
0: there. And he yeah. was like, nah, we're not, we don't appreciate this at all. So, this guy's also South Carolina. He grew up in South Carolina, the, the boss's boss's boss, like the, the black uh, Brigadier General. Grew up in south carolina went through racism and it was like yeah not on my watch right so um the army's had its problems with racism in the past right it's good to see them yeah kind of step yeah. up in this one again the Marines story is still well. ongoing there's still a lot of talk about what actually happened i actually don't know if you guys saw what happened to jonathan pentland's house where like
1: surrounded that
0: battle. his house i want to point out this though they weren't there under false pretenses and he didn't break into his house, unlike the Capitol rioters did.
1: Right, right.
0: Just, just more control. I just mean, speaking
1: of, speaking of control, too, I, I think that kid should be commended for not, like... I mean, I know that guy was, like, way bigger than him, but, I mean, the poise that he showed under, under that situation, he stayed very calm. And I honestly... Yes, I may have gotten stomped out, but I'm not sure if I could have... <laughs> maintain that same level of poise, man. That's I mean, that is just, I commend that kid, man. Yeah, That's just ridiculous. It almost reminds me of, actually, and this one hit hit close to home. Friend of mine lives not too far away. Uh, His wife and daughter were like, were um, at the bus stop. There's a bus stop on the corner, Um, you know, a few streets over. It happens to be on the property of a, a white person. They're standing there waiting for the bus. White person comes out, like, what are you doing on our property? And he tried to explain that it's a bus stop. You know, they're not, they're trying, they're not, you know, they're not having it or whatever. Yeah. You know, luckily like the bus came up, but it was just like, why do we have to go through this? Yes, we live here. Yes, like not all of us are broken in the hood. Yes, we have money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We, we can, we're here, we're out here. We're gonna be here. We're not going anywhere. It's ridiculous.
0: It is totally ridiculous and frustrating and, um, yeah, <laughs> I, 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 from Dante to this kid to Adam Toledo, so much is going on, uh, with this yeah. and we have to, it's not enough to, uh, to pray for families, right? It's not enough yeah. to, to just condemn individuals right so the lady that uh, that killed dante um where did she get she so she got a, a a misdemeanor second degree which is like a very low charge but where did she gets i mean she should get convicted for starters because it was negligence but that's less important to me unless they like try to make actual change right exactly How many people yep. actually have to die to feel like to realize we got to start from scratch right I, I mean, yeah, I, I'm
1: honestly
0: said at the
1: this. point. Go ahead. I'm honestly at the so, point where I think that because everything, everything is different in every state, right? And I and I know that's okay. like an, an important distinction um, for this country. But I'm getting to the point where I really do feel like there needs to be just like a, a standard set federally for certain things across the board. Um, and then, you know, the states can, you know, after that, the states can do what they need to do, but like at a minimum, like with the, with the laws that the governor in Virginia is trying to pass with, uh, you know, the, you know, what's the second offense was a primary offense, mm-hmm. things like that just needs to be set, um, at a federal level. And then we can move on from there, you know, yeah. and I do think that the cops, I mean, the police force does need to be restructured. Yeah. You know, what, like right. starting with determining whether or not everyone needs to have a firearm. I, I really don't think so.
0: So um, I remember AOC posted something months ago. Someone was talking to her asking her about what this, this uh, defund the police look like or restructured, defund the police, restructured police. I prefer defund the police, but whatever. Um, what does that look like? And she talked about actual affluent neighborhoods, right? So think of like where I live, um, it's a fairly affluent neighborhood, right? I have uh, community centers here, um, like five community centers, uh, a, a community garden, like parks all over, like things, so much things that are, that are done to be invested into the neighborhood, right? That, and we still have police, obviously, right? But we don't have these kind of problems because there's so much money invested in the community, right? Uh, there are cases where we invest more in kind of mental health uh, officials, like helping members in the community, right? So much money can be used for that instead of militarizing the police. So- Mm
2: -hmm. I don't um, know. I I would have agreed with you a few months ago, but I I think my perspective has changed. They have the training. They have it. They don't need it because they exhibit it towards Caucasians. mm -hmm. They choose not to exhibit it towards minorities.
0: Well, my thing is not necessarily- so my point is looking at affluent neighborhoods more money spent off of the community instead of militarizing the police right and they do have specialists that are not police right going to de-escalate situations as well right so there was a, a case a couple weeks ago where um this man had two uh, instances had a mental breakdown and they had like a mental specialist come to his apartment i mean come to his house and was able to help his problem Second time he had a mental breakdown, they had a cop come to his place and he ended up dead, right? And that's pretty much what I'm talking about, right? So what do we want to like invest in, right? Um, and people are just gonna have to understand <laughs> that, no, we're not anti-police, but right. we, have to re- we have to rethink this, this, this structure that we have here and this structure this this thing with the police department's been happening for years it's going to take years to fix like none of us can be that naive to think it's going to be fixed in like 3 4
2: yeah uh, well the police union is is mostly comprised of ultra conservatives that's the issue yeah
0: that's that's another problem that they're going to have to deal with right yeah. um
2: i think that's the big biggest yeah. i should say not the only but the biggest issue yeah yeah and and i don't know how you can abolish something like that because yeah, let's just face it that's that's going to be, that wouldn't be met very well. Um, but, you know, th- that's an ideology that just needs to go, um, you know, and this is an ideology that's been, you know, being fought in this country for
1: over a century.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I mean, some things are just in the DNA, man, and, and the culture of police yep. forces. Mm-hmm. One of those things mm-hmm. that is going to be a very, very hard fought battle before that culture can change. Yeah. yeah. Just, you know,
0: the one good thing though is that we have people in Congress wanting to shoot for change, so we we're better off where we were ten years ago. But we still have a ways to go, right?
1: I'll um, say that when I see something. Yeah, yeah. Fair I agree. I agree.
0: Fair enough. Well, all right. So we covered a lot of that. So Omar, do you want to talk about the French uh, hijab ban? Right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. And.
0: Before you get too much into that, I wanna just cover the news aspect of it. And I, I already discussed this with you really quickly, right? So what happened was that the French Senate um, passed this bill, right? No one expects this bill to pass, but their goal is to reach out to people who have left their party, who've gone even further right, right? So they're trying to reach out to the more ultra conservative people um, to bring them back into so the use. They're pretty much using this hijab ban to, to kind of do that, right? It's a, it's a frustrating, it's infuriating. So the ban pretty much will ban young women, right? 2800. Yeah, young women up to the age of 18 from wearing hijab, hijab right? Um, and I want to point out that the age of consent, of consensual sex in France is 15, right? What sense does this make? This makes no sense whatsoever, but, um, oh, my, I know you have a lot of things to say. You had a, a, a very spirited Facebook debate <laughs> on your end. <laughs> so, yeah. Sorry to get involved, but yeah, by all means, please, please.
2: Yeah, no. So actually just on that topic. So I actually just defriended, um, you know, someone on, on my Facebook that was a previous coworker and, you know, we were actually, um, you know, pretty tight for a while. Uh, and then, you know, over the last, like, maybe I think ever since I left that job back in like 2010 or something, um, you know, we weren't really in touch often at all, maybe just a couple times a year, um, mostly through social media. Um, but you know, it's the, the fact that, you know, I'm like cutting off people for their views and I've always been someone that it, I'm willing to, you know, discuss, right. And and not just start like hurl, hurling in, insults and stuff like that. Because oh, how dare you, you know? Th- uh, how dare you insult my way of life, you know? And then you know, if you no, it's not like that. Like I will actually take the time to 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 to, to discuss and you know have a debate. But this was different, you know. And, and the points that you know th- this this former friend and, and a lot of other people are are making is pretty ridiculous. And, and I'll get back to that. But basically, so we're talking about you know, as Nick, as Saheed said. Almost, no, Nicholas. So he said, "Is uh, you know, it's a proposed legislation." Now, Sahid, so you know, you said that you think it won't. I don't share that same faith. I think there's a very good chance. Why? Because this has historically happened in France, a French, uh, a a a, fr- a, fr- a country that has supposedly been, you know, about like freedom. Like we have our Statue of Liberty, F- liberty, you know, from France. And so I was just looking it up as you were, as you were speaking. The last time there was a, a law like this that was passed, which uh, it was in 2010 and France had passed the law and it, it banned the wearing of full face coverings. So that didn't include, it says it was, it was included, but not, sorry, but not limited to burqas and, and niqabs, right? Which are either like, you know, full face and head covering or like the whole, you know, the whole gown, um, which is usually just, you know, just big, long, you know, loose drapes like clothes that don't really, you know, so you can't really see the silhouette of someone's like, you know, someone's body. So, you know, you don't have to agree with it. right? I would never, you know, I, I wouldn't want, I'm married, I wouldn't want my wife to do, you know, to wear something like that. But if that was her decision, I would respect it 100%. Um, and so it's the same concept that a lot of these people and this is actually the argument that I got into with this former friend of mine on my Facebook recently is, yeah, well, you know, you know, well, the picture, it was a meme, it was showing a nun, you know, in like, you know, head covered and everything. And it was a Muslim woman, you know, wearing like, you know, like a full neck And it was like, you know, if you support one, but not the other, you're, you know, the problem is that you're, you're, you're racist. You know, it just you're doesn't bigot. make sense. Yeah, you're a bigot. So the point that the guy brought up was you know was that well you know and um you know nuns aren't forced to wear those whereas you know um you know lots of you know muslim women are and so i was like all right well you know i so i was like all right well i'll debate with him but then he kept throwing out like really really silly points that just really didn't make any sense and you could tell he was really just you know uh what what a lot of other people have been saying is that well you know there are like muslim countries out there that that do force it and that's why people are against you know women wearing hijab or niqab or whatever it is, but they're not like that with, you know, like uh, with like nuns or, you know, or anyone from like any other religions, you know, where they have like any kind of head coverings or anything like that. And so let me put it this way. So, you know, like where my family is from, you know, from Pakistan, there um, that is a country that was that separated the partition from India in the late nineteen forties, it was like nineteen forty seven or something. And it was made solely for the purpose of Islam. All right. Pakistan is, a, is literally an Islamic country. I don't know if everyone knows that. Um, so there are rights in Pakistan that are given to Christians, that are given to Hindus, that are given to, to Sikhs. And contrary to what the world sees, when you go there, they're very, very well blended in with the community. Um, and, you know, there, there's a law there in Pakistan that says that you cannot force women to, to wear a hijab or anything like that. There is no law there that says that. Why? Because and I don't really want to get into like a really religious debate, but I will say this. So within the faith of Islam, one of the, the most important uh, I guess verses, uh, and this is in the opening chapter, by the way, uh, technically chapter two, but it's really the opening chapter. Um, and this is chapter surah Al-Baqarah, for anyone that's, that's wondering. Um, and it, it states that there is no compulsion in Islam. You cannot force someone to do something for the sake of religion within Islam. Now, you know, so people, so then the guys arguing when I mentioned that, you know, the guys, and I was like, oh, most of the countries, you know, Islamic countries, they don't enforce it either. They, they, they don't force it on, on women to do that. However, there is Iran, which does it, right? Iran is more extreme in, its, you know, in, in their Islamic laws. Saudi Arabia Uh, too right? I thought it was but it's not as of I think maybe like 10 years ago or something they abolished it in Saudi Arabia where women are no longer required to cover in public
0: are you sure about that one? Absolutely sure
2: yeah you can look it up uh, because I looked it up like um, as I was having that debate so it's basically only uh, it was it's Iran and there's like a one part of like Indonesia because Indonesia is very like partial Christian partial like Islamic Um, And so part of Indonesia has, you know, requires it as well. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Right. You are taking away a right from a lot of women who choose to do it. So it is so so basically it's a you're saying that you want it to be acceptable to be able to have like nude beaches and the women, you know, walk around and like, you know, like, you know, like walk around the mall, like, you know, like expose everything, you know, and but it's it's not okay for and and i'm not saying either is right or wrong again it's pro i'm pro choice right um and i'm not judging anyone but i'm just saying like it's okay to do it on one side but what about the women that choose to want to cover up right i so so that's my that's my biggest argument is it just doesn't make sense you're a hypocrite if you support one but you're against the other and this is one more point sorry c is that France is requiring you, right, to wear a mask. So you can wear a mask for COVID during quarantine, but you can't do this.
0: Yeah. So that so that's kind of what I was saying, like the people who made that law were right-wingers trying to appease uh, uh, to former yeah. right-wingers. The The article that I read from the NPR said that it's unlikely to happen, but then again, you're uh, Omar, again, we never thought Donald Trump could be president, so. True. Exactly. Well, there. Uh, I mean, to to
1: me, this sounds like um, it sounds like it's it's similar to what happened in the states, right? As far as like, you know, no dreads, no cornrows, no this, no that. You must wear. You must look a certain way uh, when you go to work. This is a standard of beauty as as described by people of European Um, uh, ancestry or whatever and it's like you know they're, they're kind of doing the same thing in france here it's like you know to yeah. make your culture more palatable to the rest of us to make the rest of us feel safer um you can't do that yeah and it's just to me it's just it's just a it's just disrespect honestly Yeah. To an group I, think, of
0: people, right? I think the way it, my takeaway is that they're trying to cater to bigots and that's the part that frustrates me the most right yep. yeah you can't just say um no you're wrong and you need to like Get down and lay down, essentially, to quote Beanie Single. (laughs) Um, Get down and lay down, man. Like we're not, we're not doing this to to, to others, right? But you know, we just—they're trying to get back into power, and this is kind of the same thing. What I see with politicians here catering to Donald Trump, right? Who should be in jail, in my opinion. Um, Yeah, I I
1: agree. I think that day is coming, personally, but that's probably we'll see. We'll see.
0: We'll see. It's not like a white person's gotten away from the jail, before, gotten away before. <laughs> True that. True that. <laughs> so uh, he's gotten away a few from a few things. But Omar, I want to comment a little bit quickly on your friend, and then we can move on to something a little bit more more lightning. I mean, yes, I as might say, yeah, <laughs> not as uh, heavy. But um, so I've had to block a couple of my friends. Friends, I uh, using quotation marks, right? Yeah um, they're not really your friends, um, the way I see it. Cause like you, I, I valued disagreeing with people, Mm -hmm. right. Um, like having a debate and like, I used to think of like having these debates as kind of sharing ideas and learning from each other. That's not what they're trying to do. What it sounds like from your friend is that he didn't want to admit that he was wrong and kept like pressing on, on just things that are just not factually accurate. Right. Right. if you can't get the facts right, like you're at a point where maybe you just don't look stupid on the internet or you're just trying to have the last word. But I've seen this so many times. Like I argued with my freaking high school algebra two teacher. My high school oh, yeah. algebra two teacher turned internet troll, right? Typical like conservative saying, oh, we can't say our opinions anymore. I just got to the point where I just blocked him. Please. It's like, you gotta be kidding me. The, the, the line was drawn when he was defending uh, Gina Carano's um, anti Semitic stuff.
1: Yeah. Right? Yeah. I remember and I was like,
0: that. yeah, you no, like we just had a capital insurrection and that's your problem. Like, really? This isn't, there's nothing, there's nothing, there's nothing to debate here. Right.
1: Uh, they, they want to talk about stating their opinion until somebody like uh, Colin Kaepernick comes from the other side.
0: Exactly. I don't see you defending them.
1: And it's yeah. a problem.
0: Like, some people just want to just, be argumentative and disrespectful, right? I'm thankful they- that I have friends that I can respectfully disagree with, right? And still have those conversations and debates and we'll still be friends afterwards, even even if we vehemently disagree. So I know the difference between that and what these guys are doing, right? That's not what they're doing, right? Yeah. They're trying to promote their perverse idea and they wanna to try to paint it as, oh, but that's my opinion. And they don't want the accountability of like how negative and how detrimental that them saying that can be, right? So, yeah, they're, they're not friends, unfortunately. No, they're, they're not.
2: They're and yours. and is, a, is another point I just want to say, I know and have known my entire life, many women, uh, Muslim women that have covered up some some used to cover up and for personal reasons decided to change that um and that's entirely you know on them but literally like by choice by choice i'm talking about women who were never forced to it so they are out there and they are the far majority unless you go to a country like where obviously where it's you know where it's enforced um but if you have a problem with it where it's enforced you know that's you know, that that's a different, that's a different type of discussion. Then talk about that country
0: yeah,
2: or that, you know, that community or whatever it is. Yeah. And it's, you know, like when we were just talking about, you know, law enforcement, right. Nicholas, you made a good point. You know, like, you know, it's a different state or a different police district and, and, and they're not all all bad. Yes. You know, sometimes the bad apples, you know, get the, get the highlight, but it's different when it's all around, it's, it, it, it's everywhere. Then you realize there's an actual really big issue. Mm-hmm. And I have several friends that are, either current or former law enforcement. And a lot of these are, are, you know, really great guys. Um, You know, they're not racist, the least fit. A lot of them are actually minorities that that I personally know. Um, So it's not that, you know, we're judging all law enforcement under the same banner. And it should be, but there is regulation that needs to happen because there's a very real problem. Mm. But that's different because there's data that supports it. Now, when you start talking about you know banning you know head coverings and whatever because it's supposed to like you know supposedly for like safety or protection or for like for to you know for women's freedom or, or you know whatever things like that, you're oppressing the people of you know by uh, uh, forcing them that they can't make their own decisions,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and that is literally a religious uh, attack on on a way of life. That's yeah. a very very big. That's a very different issue. Yeah. So I just wanted to close on that note. Um. Do you have something to
0: say, Steve? Well, yeah. To your friend, right? And, and we discussed this earlier uh, about this, where he's making a judgment call based off of like a few people, right? It's like right. it's almost like me saying we should ban all white people because of like mass shootings, right? Mm-hmm. Or they might attack a capital, or they might harass uh, a young black kid walking in the wrong neighborhood, or shoot another young black kid taking a jog in the neighborhood, right? So we don't go that far, right? So why do these guys feel so cavalier to, when it comes to someone who's a minority or right. like with this, they're saying, oh, we should just ban this or are we okay with that? So that's, that's just really frustrating, so.
2: Yeah, like, yeah, it is. So I, I, I think the, the great thing about this show, um, you know, this, this podcast is that just because even just the little diversity we have just between the three of us, mm-hmm. right? And it's funny because you're kind of like both of us, like me and Nicholas mixed together which is funny (laughs) so you actually probably would get it the worst um depending on where you are in the country or whatever but i think that's what
0: i want want you guys to when you guys combine your powers right he's captain
2: america (laughs) basically he's captain america (laughs) no not captain america captain planet sorry that's what i meant
0: whatever i'll take it
2: (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if that was actually that was a backhanded compliment
1: so omar so like for for those for people who don't know, right? What's the? And I don't know if you said it before, but like, what's the significance of the hijab? Like, what does it mean? Does oh, it mean?
0: thank Why you for you asking talking? that.
1: Right. Yeah, thank, thanks
2: for asking that. So actually, it's actually the same exact concept um, that comes from uh, Christianity and Judaism. Actually, within all the Abrahamic faiths. Um, so basically, it's you know the, the belief is that it's to protect your modesty, right? So this is a very tough topic to talk about out here in the West, where we're very extremely liberal for for the for a a big part, right? Even though we're talking about a lot of like conservatism, extreme conservatism, sorry, on the rise. Um, But basically, it's it's so there's a there's a important concept in the in the the Quran, right? And it instills it's supposed to be a way of life. It 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 provides rights to men and to women, uh, you know, to communities and uh, to to leaders. And so there's this concept that clashes with modern thought that men and women have to be, have to have completely identical rights. In certain areas, yes, like, you know, salaries and, you know, workforce and stuff like that. Um, But what the the Quran really, um, I think a lot of people don't realize is it recognizes equality, but equality does not mean identicality within Quran. So there are certain rights given to men, certain rights given to women. For example, the prophet Muhammad, right? Which is the, 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 the prophet in, in the line of, you know, Abraham that's only recognized within Islam. Um, you know, he his, his, his first wife was um, 15 years older than him. She was strongly independent, um, very, very wealthy, and used to engage in business dealings with men alone all the time. Whereas, you know, the, the, the prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him was, uh, you know, he couldn't read or write. He just had a really, really good heart and he was well-respected in his community, never lied or anything like that. Um, But they got married and he would always like help her up like on her horse and everything. And he respected her like, no tomorrow. And even after they got married, he never, you know, it was never like, you know, now you can't go and talk to other men. No, she kept doing what she was doing. And, um, you know, so basically like look at that for, for example, you know, Muslims are supposed to live their lives in accordance with you know, the, the, the life of, of, of the Prophet Muhammad in, in, in most ways. Um, but, you know, when we're talking about, you know, rights, um, for example, you know, um, you know, the traditional, just like in Christianity and Judaism, the traditional school of thought in Islam is that the man is the care uh, uh, provider and the woman is the uh, owner of the home. And so the finances of the home, um, everything at home, you know, how the money is spent, and everything that's actually uh, provided to the woman. That's actually the woman's response uh, responsibility, right? like it's it's her ownership as part of Islamic faith. Um, and then the man is really just the caretaker or rather, I should say like the uh, um, uh, provider, sorry, for for the family. Um, so you have that concept, right? And so like I said, this clashes a lot with a lot of you know modern day, you know, especially western society um, you know school of thought on this. Um, but again, the reason I mention this is because uh, it kind of goes back to the concept of, um, women protecting their modesty so what does that mean right um, so it acknowledges you know in, in a way that women uh, men and modern science backs this up is that men react more based on uh, you know like there's this a part of our brain we have a larger part of our brain where we act more on um, emotion you know or like a hormone impulse, hormone, impulse right uh, I don't, maybe not, not impulse. It's, um, um, like the, 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 need for like, uh, you know, like, um, um, uh, sexuality or not sexuality, but you know what I mean? Like the lust and stuff like that. Right. But men should know how to control themselves at the same time. Right. They should know how to control themselves. Um, but women it's expected that, you know, that they should cover up, uh, if they choose not to, that's, you know, that's their decision. Um, but that, basically wearing like the long clothes, basically. I don't agree with like covering the entire face. Um, you know, I don't, I haven't seen any scripture that actually specifically says the entire face or anything. At the end of the day, you know, everyone follows in their own way. Yeah. Um, a lot of people wear it on their sleeve, you know, um, you know, wear their faith on their sleeve. Some people wear it internally. Yeah. And, um, you know, this is, you know, like I said, you know, I'm, um, I'm, I'm a lot more liberal. Um, I, understand what is said within islamic scripture um i you know whatever sins that anything that I, I commit i do it knowingly right um but i will never try to say that this is you know argue what's actually in there so i'm, I'm sorry if i'm going off a little bit of a tangent mm-hmm. um, but the whole context The short answer was the too long didn't read is really to supposedly to protect a woman's not supposed to protect a woman's modesty just like in, Christianity and Judaism, same exact school of thought.
1: Right. That's what's up. Yeah, I actually got a lot out of that. But one thing I did get out of that is that with the uh, wife managing the finances, I have one question, does she have you, does your wife have you on an allowance? How does that work? <laughs> <laughs> I did say
2: I'm very liberal. I did say,
0: that.
2: I did say I'm very liberal.
0: No. So, yeah, that means, that means- I mean, she, she, she uh, has an allowance on how much he can spend at Fusion every, <laughs> three days, every three days that he's there. <laughs> I'm surprised <laughs> out <not> there now. <laughs>
1: no, I think his allowance got be. All right, guys, uh, show's over, no. Falcon, Winter
2: Soldier. Uh, we're talking about next week. We'll just, uh, you know, after uh, episode five.
0: <laughs> next week's episode, we're going to be having at Fusion. <laughs> Omar's wife's going to, like... Um, Give him an allowance. Give us all the five. <laughs> You're only allowed two hookahs. <laughs> yeah.
2: this, this is all I'm going to, this is all she's going to let me get.
0: <laughs> all right. On that note. Um, okay. We've, we got through do uh, a much our, lighter note. Okay, a Much lighter note. Well, we got through our heavy section. But if you think we're done talking about race, we're not, because we're talking about Falcon and Winter Soldier. <laughs> <laughs> and um, like, that series has been awesome to me. Um, yes,
1: every episode has, has been, been awesome. Great. I'll,
0: I'll, I will say this. This is what I come to expect from comic book series. Nicholas, you're about to be upset when I say this? but well, this is what I expect from DC. And this is what Zack Snyder wishes he could be, right? Um, but <laughs> yeah, I know, I know I had to say it, but I mean,
1: yeah, I mean, yeah. Let's just get to the, let's get through all the BS, but don't worry, everyone. I'll, I'll edit this out the YouTube channel edit,
0: <laughs> Whatever.
1: You know, for your channel.
0: Um, Whatever.
1: We're going to give Nicholas you
0: know, his
2: new show, a new That's show. Not. We're going to call it the target. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but I'm sorry. This. This is what I come to expect from. store the Snyderverse. Don't. <laughs> Don't. I can't. No. Anyway, I'm sorry I even mentioned it now because now he's like all oh, on the Snyderverse. But this is what I come to expect from this kind of stuff, right? You know, it's a yes. darker theme, right? Well, I wouldn't even say darker. I'll say more grounded. And based off of that, um, it's darker. But it's more grounded. Great action scenes, right? Um, <laughs>
2: We got to talk about fight,
0: action season. fight season. Yeah, The yes. action scenes are really, really good. Not afraid to like talk about race. Um, and it's just, it's just been a great, great show that I've enjoyed to watch. I want to point out one thing. So apparently, uh, uh, do you remember Omar that we got this uh, covered uh, like things that we used to share with, between each other, right? So apparently, I don't know if you remember, um well maybe you don't he's looking at me like he doesn't remember so
2: (laughs) that's fine i was just looking at some some comments
0: yeah no um so apparently so do you guys remember episode two where they did the the police stopped uh sam and um bucky yep and apparently it was reported by some conservative uh, leaning site that at that point 84 percent of like the show's population like left of course this is a it's a BS. It's a BS. Not even.
2: Yo, ten, 10 seconds. seconds. 10 seconds. Of, of what? Toledo, Ohio? <laughs> <laughs> or is it? To-
0: they, no, so look, here, here's the thing. It just shows that they're trying to kind of use whatever they can to undermine the great work that they're doing. Right. I mean, obviously it's not true, but I want to point that out that there is an article out there from some conservative site that says that there's a lot of viewership lost off of this because of that particularly with that particular. Lies. Result lies it's bullshit it's bs yeah but you know whatever i think the last thing we covered was the episode two and then let's cover episode three and four and then we can talk about like what's going on so episode three um they got uh god what's this guy's name um baron he's rich go figure um they go to mandrapoor right and they're trying to avoid like the power broker they meet some lady there um, so Sam's dressed up as like Black Tiger or something like that, which is an actual fictional. Um, that was
1: hilarious.
0: Yeah, he's an oh, actual, I didn't know
1: that was based off an actual character. Yeah,
0: it's he's an actual yeah. character, Black Tiger.
1: Um, and I like how he said he was like, I feel like I'm dressed like a pimp, and Zima was like, only in America would you think that you know someone's oh. fashion uh, is, is, you know, speaks on their, uh, their, their, their job or whatever, you yeah. know, whatever.
0: Yeah. What yeah. Or whatever I love that. I love that. Pop. Yeah. I That's a good point. About, yeah. I do want to talk about, like, um, there's a point where Sam like suggested the Trouble Man soundtrack to Bucky and like, like Bucky's like, I didn't watch it yet. I mean, I didn't listen to it yet. And mm-hmm. Sam's like, what? And then Zemo comes in virtue signaling. And he's like, uh, yeah, I mean, it's the uh, soundtrack of, like, you know, African-Americans and what they're going
2: through.
0: <laughs> and Sam looks and goes, okay, he's off base, but he's right on
2: that. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I love the comedy in this show. <laughs> it
1: is spot on. It is spot on. Yeah,
0: it's yes, so good. Yes, but it's also,
1: like, it's not over the top like some of the other Marvel films have been, because, oh, I mean, some of the joints have been, like, straight up, like, corny-ass sitcoms. I the really writing like in this one has been, like, spot on like if something's funny it happens because it's it's situational and it's something that someone has said but it's not like a one-liner like and then you like wait you're waiting for like you know it it legit
2: sounds like if there was like two guys like literally just roaming around like like chit chat like like funny chit chat like it's it's very or it's it seems very organic almost as if like
0: they're just showing
2: the camera as if they're, they're just rolling the camera. They're just allowing, allowing them to just like, you know, shoot shit. Yeah. And it's, it's
0: just like. It's, it's well done. It's well thought out. Very, so very I thought well That known. That powers yeah. were uh, crazy. So they get, so they get to Madripoor, right? They meet like, I forgot this lady's name. So they can try to find some scientist. Um, Sam gets caught. <laughs> Lady gets shot, right? And it's just some crazy, again, action scenes are amazing. Like Bucky fighting people in like the uh the the club i think it shows um Baron Zemo doing the dance and <laughs> dancing it's turned into an internet meme they
1: re- they released a version of the episode where he did like the full. Before- it's like an hour of him dancing or yes. something yes like
2: yeah i saw something like that on youtube
0: i don't know why i think of omar when i think about that but i just <laughs> i
2: was waiting for that that's what that was i was hoping <laughs> <I'm> sorry <laughs> i don't know why that guy is hilarious though this is, I think this has been the only time I actually like partially liked him. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah.
0: So, yeah so, so, there's that part. So, um, 1813 or Peggy, not Peggy Carter. Um,
1: Sharon. Yeah. Sharon Carter. Her.
0: That's her name. Sharon Carter. Uh, oh, so she saves them. So she's apparently, uh, out in the, in just Malchapur, like staying away. And her parts, like, so her thing. It's got me really interested, and that's where some of the stuff I want to discuss a little bit about. Well, she kind of got screwed over by like Steve and like um, the U.S. and yeah, and all that stuff. So I wait, I wouldn't
1: like, say Steve more more like the U.S.
0: Well, Steve kind of screwed her, right? How so? He made out with her when she stole his gear, and then he went back in time and spent like a lifetime with his with her aunt, her grand aunt. That's messed up. <laughs> <laughs>
1: obviously he realized that she was related to the woman he actually loved and i'm pretty sure he didn't think that he would ever have a chance to go back in time and be with peggy right (laughs) at the time that is true yeah that is true that's a fair fair. point
0: I wonder why he's with Peggy. Does he <laughs> talk about, oh, I made out with your, oh, your grand stepdaughter, too?
1: <laughs> oh, I would certainly hope not, right? Is
0: she... <laughs> it's like, I'm uh, kind of weird. like when, when Sharon gets born, it's like, oh, I make out with you later, like 20 years from now or whatever, some crazy stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's just weird.
0: There you go. Holy but
2: high. anyhow, <laughs> I, I do want to say, though, I do want to say about Sharon Carter, right, I thought her fight scene um, when she was fighting out where the, all those big uh, yeah. shipment containers are, that was phenomenal.
0: It was. Cool. I love. Can I get it. to that later though? Okay. Is that a top? Okay. I, top?
2: Okay. Yeah, okay. I,
0: I definitely want to talk about that. I do want to talk about her mentality first before that fight scene happens, right? So when she saves them, brings them back to her condo or apartment or whatever it is, right? Um, she starts talking about how like, like the BS of like the stars and the flags or whatever, right? Because she has a different perspective right and when she's talking about like uh because you know sam gave up the shield right and she goes yeah you realize that it's all bs right um bucky who holds his shield in like high regard because it's a symbol of his friend of his friend and whatnot uh sam giving it up because of what i mentioned in our last episode imposter syndrome right like he's like doesn't think that he can live up to to it right also there's a racial aspect of it as well um and one of the things that came to mind with that whole situation, so you have Bucky thinking one thing, right? Of thinking of how high, thinking of that shield really high. You have the fake Captain America out here who he owns a shield now. He has a shield now, so he thinks he's on a, a different level. We'll talk about him later. Um, we have Sharon who thinks like, look, it's all BS. And it makes me think about the American flag debate, right? Where people who kneel during an American flag, while some people like, how can you kneel during the American flag, right? It's supposed to be this great thing or whatnot. Um, and the way I see it as how different people see that shield, right? People see the American flag differently, right? So that was kind of my perspective of, of, of how I understood it, right? Or that's what at least what I got I got from it, right? Where not that Sam disrespects the shield of the flag, but
1: mm-hmm.
0: Sharon's perspective of um, Sharon's perspective of, well, yeah, it's all BS and kind of how people are like kneeling during the flag. So that was my two cents on that. I don't know the guys, what you guys think about that as well, but that's kind of what I got from it. Um, I, also I didn't think even of, think that
1: deeply on that. That's, I mean, I think yeah. that was a really good point. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. interesting. I'm like letting that sink
2: for a second.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think I there think are parallels to that, to, to that particularly, and then flag kneeling. And there's a group called the flag smashers that they're fighting yep. against, hmm. right?
2: um, yeah and, and i especially like how they were finding common ground with their ideology
0: yeah right yeah. i thought
2: that was interesting that they were yeah. doing so yeah especially moving with on, sam doing that
0: yeah so moving on too um also we talked about this so you notice how sam had a shirt off and like sharon said that that looks better and i'm like okay <laughs>
2: This is the <laughs> third time Saheed has brought that up. He's
0: <laughs> I'm just saying she looks pretty good. <laughs>
2: um, I thought it was Ramadan.
0: I didn't say anything bad. She does she looks pretty good. <laughs> oh my God.
2: Cover your gaze, brother.
0: Oh, my God. Don't, don't, don't start. <laughs> I've been single for like a year in my apartment by myself. Give me a break. <laughs> um... Yeah, but, so they go, they try to meet this doctor. Shut up, Nicholas, I hate you.
2: <laughs> I keep, keep going, keep going. I'm just sanitizing
0: my hands. What you doing there,
2: <laughs> Hand sanitizer. Gotta stay clean during this pandemic. Oh, man.
0: I concur. Um, anyway. <laughs> so anyway, uh, so they go see the doctor And I I see, you see like one of the best fight scenes, probably in the series so far. Yeah. Connor going at people, like just
2: like. Well, they had freaking uh, George St. Pierre in episode one. Yeah. 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 For anyone that doesn't know him, he's one of like the biggest like uh, UFC legends. Yes been retired yeah. for for over like 10 years but or something fought, he
0: fought captain america and uh win a soldier
2: yeah right in the opening
1: of episode one
0: yeah no he fought captain america and win a soldier
1: yeah he fought captain america and a soldier yes on the boat
0: on the boat yeah he
1: was there yeah he was like
0: so funny he was like
1: you're just a shield and then cat yeah. was like yep. okay
0: <laughs> yep yeah That's go that. ahead and google that that's, yeah, go ahead, Google at, um, that, we'll keep, we we'll continue.
1: So. But, uh, but, so yeah, so no, I absolutely love that scene where she was fighting, because, you know, in some, in some movies or whatever, they make it like, you know, she'll just run up and like one shot some of these dudes and they'll yeah. be knocked out. This yeah. fighting scene was, you know, I'm no, I'm no, like, I'm not, obviously I'm not a martial arts teacher like Omar is right, he can, he can speak to like how real it is, but for, for me, like the casual person who, you know, did a little bit of fight training or whatever. This was like ultra realistic. This is like, hey, if this is what you should do if somebody has a knife or a gun and you have to fight someone, this is how a special forces person uh, thinks in a combat situation when they're when they are alone and they are fighting like you know five six different people. I mean, I. I'll, uh, y- y'all already know I want to do an um, episode where we talk about best fight scene in the MCU. I mean, for me, this is, this is definitely Yeah, for sure. Place. Yeah, it's
2: up there. I, it, in my opinion, I would say <laughs> that, um, you know, obviously the way she's using like a firearm and stuff, like that's a way, obviously way over dramatized. Um, but as far as like the single one-on-one hand-to-hand combat that she was doing was was really, really impressive. Yeah. Um, I, I would, you know, obviously you would change how you're fighting one on one when you're dealing with multiple people, uh, but when she was doing like the one on one sequences um, during that you know fight scene w- around the shipment containers, that was great, and I especially loved it because it's the type of training that that I do right, which is like Japanese jujitsu, which is stand up jujitsu, basically if you want to look at it like that, mm-hmm. um, and I thought that was really really cool. It reminded me of the fight scenes from um, Ben Affleck's movie, The Accountant. I don't want to get into, into that, oh, but.
1: Man, that's one of yeah. the best. Uh, I think
2: yeah. the actual most realistic fighting in a movie I've ever seen was actually from The Accountant, in my opinion. Most realistic and most and most um, entertaining.
0: Okay.
1: So this reminded but me the, of the that. The Bourne Identity series has some good ones too, man.
0: Let's, the let's camera
1: work was yeah. shit. But
0: let's, let's table this conversation. So because we Rob's right. gonna have this as a Yeah, uh, we
2: gotta come back to this in another episode.
0: So yeah, so let's 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 power forward. So all right, um we're at the we're at the shipping crate. Um they kill the 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 doctor, right? So
1: that okay, so pause right there, right? Yeah. because I've been wondering what Baron Zemo has to get, has to gain from from being out You here. Know, like they break him out. It seems like some of this stuff was premeditated on his part. On how it kind of seems like he knew they were going to need him at some point, right? He was kind of prepared. Didn't know when it was going to happen. Knew something was going to happen. And now you get here, and he takes his his chance. Every time the hero, I don't say just the heroes, but every time like Sam and Bucky are distracted by anything be it a conversation fight scene something happening in the distance he immediately shifts over to whatever his own program is and you see him like walk around the lab kind of check things out and as soon as he has an opportunity he shoots the doctor and me i'm thinking he wants the serum for himself right Um, and then well at the time that's what i was thinking that was episode three that's what i'm thinking at the time he, and he, when he shoots old boy, I was like, wait a minute. You need him to make more for, so you can get your own group of of super soldiers. You can get your own Avengers or yeah. whatever, right? So I was like, okay, you know, what were y'all we thinking when he shot the doctor like that?
0: <clears> oh, <throat> uh, I thought he was committed to his goal of like ending the super soldier um thing. So he told uh, Bucky while I was in jail, I was like, I can't leave my work undone. So... Yeah. I think he was I think he was committed to to not leaving his work undone. It's interesting how he um, he doesn't go after Bucky. Maybe he'll try to go after Bucky later because Bucky is technically a super soldier. But um yeah. I think he I, I think work. it's
2: I think it's part of that, but I think he's also trying to cover something up.
0: Yeah. I'm not sure what yeah. He's not. I mean he definitely you know,
2: has his own his own scheme
1: going on right now.
0: We don't we, we don't know. So yeah, let's 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 move on. Because remember,
1: movie. his dad and um, Ultron was was doing work with you know quick, who would become Quicksilver and the Scarlet Witch. You know at the time they were called the Miracles, right? He was experimenting on
0: him. That was his dad, right. or wow. family. Oh, holy. Are you talking about in the MCU or are you talking about in the actual comics?
1: In the MCU, I don't
0: Ultron that that
1: in, MCU. in Avengers, up. Ultron in the opening when they go take trucker? down the Hydra fortress. That yep, was his. Trucker. Bearman, Strucker. but I think they're related somehow, though. I'm not sure. Yeah,
2: I and it's worth looking into for.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, we'll have to. Yeah, I might be
1: off base, but it's. I thought they were. There was some relation there.
0: Yeah. So yeah, let's let's move on. So he shoots. Uh, he shoots the the doctor. He puts like his mask on for like the first time. Like shoots up some people. Um, kind of looks like a little bit of a badass. Um, jumps away in a car. Um, they start flying to their next target. And, um, they have another conversation about the shield. Um, Sam talks about how, like the doctor just talked about Isaiah as just, uh, a, 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 like, uh, a, another patient and not an extra human being or whatever, right. just, like, yep. man, or whatever. And like, they have that conversation about the shield again. Right. And yep. that's kind of where I kind of have had that perspective. What I told you guys earlier, it's like the shield, the American flag, how people see it differently and whatnot. Hmm. Um, yeah, they move on to their next, their next target. Uh, Baron Zima said something too that I thought was really interesting about the problem with what they do with people like Captain America is that they put him on, on a platform, right? And they, they see him as someone who can't do wrong, but they don't realize that, that people like him aren't perfect. Right? When yeah. you put these guys in like on, a, on, a, on a podium like that. Right? So I thought that was also really interesting. It's, I think it's very relate, in relation to what's going on in today's world. Uh, thank you i was actually
2: i was i was gonna say that and i was like i think this is probably the the best fitting marvel show slash movie whatever for our podcast because literally like we're talking especially because the main character i guess you can really say is sam Mm -hmm. um you know and then you know he's struggling with this concept of you know the shield and i didn't quite think of it like that until you just said this see yeah you know the the concept of the shield but it's the american flag it's it's you know it's 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 this nationalist, uh, not nationalist. It's it's this just concept of patriotism
1: in this country as well. So, yeah, can good point. Can yeah. he represent the country?
0: Right. Right. Uh, right. right. right.
1: Can he be Captain America? Right. Right. Yeah. right. They say Captain America, but it's America. Yeah. Yeah. So, but one other, one other thing I wanted to say before we, I think, about to move on to episode four. So mm-hmm. when they leave the docks, um, there was a callback to the Civil War, right? Um, when they get in the car, you see Bucky get in the front oh, yes. seat, Sam get in the back, and Sam's like, you're not going to move your seat, are you? And Bucky's like, nope. <laughs> and now we call back to the Civil War where it was reversed, and Bucky was like, can you move your seat up? And Sam was like, nope.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you guys have really good memory because a lot of these small details I don't catch.
0: Yeah, it's, it's good. It's it, That was great. It's they They... I also like how they, they seem to get, be getting a little bit closer too throughout when the series is yeah. on, right? Um, yeah. They weren't that close at the very beginning where they're like a little, they're getting a little bit closer now. It's a good, it's not a forced buddy, buddy film, right? Yeah. right. So, um, it does seem a pretty, a pretty good. So end of episode three, beginning of episode four, we see Wakanda. Oye, yes, here. yes. So what are you doing? No, why, why, why do you, why did you bring out Zemo? Like he killed our King. Like what, yeah. that, what's wrong with you? Right? Yeah. Um, hey, yo. let's, get
2: to, let's get to that fight scene discussion really quick. As soon as, as soon as I'm waiting for you to get it, to get us there.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, so we'll, we'll skip a, a, a couple things. things. Um, so they get to the, they get to the fight scene, right? Yeah. So the door of Elijah come up and like uh, John Walker like comes in and, and tries to stop him and he's, come Mr. All Captain America's like, hey, you need to stop right now and do this. And Dor Malachi like show up and they're like, <laughs> Dor don't have any uh jurisdiction was Like, oh we gotta do it just whenever we whenever we want. Yeah
1: that was I <laughs> loved like, that. The Dor Melaje have jurisdiction wherever the Dormelage happens. That was awesome. That was like, awesome.
0: No. And, then, and, then, no. and then and then and then and, 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 like Sam was like hey you might want to take on oh boy <laughs>
1: Yeah, listen. When she threw I, that spear through my man's like, yes, you know, the straps insane. on the shield into the table, insane.
0: Yeah, insane. How about the guys? shield, took his shield, right? Yeah. So do you know how yeah. how Captain America does this too? Where he kicks the shield up and like wraps it around his arm? She did the same thing, right? Yep. She took the guy's shield from him.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. And then like, and and then he engages her like hand to hand. And she 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 kicks his butt. She wrecks him. Yeah. And then right. he's like, "But they're not even super soldiers, or what was it that he said?" Yeah, that's, what that's said. What exactly they're what he said. They're not even super
0: soldiers, right? Yeah. Like, clown. And this he is-
2: was so like mentally disturbed by that. Yeah, he was. And then yeah. you see, you know, where you know, like, uh, then they get into you know later on where he goes into the room. Um, he he shoots the the, the girl. I forget her name. Um, I lose the her. super soldier, Kylie, uh, Carly. Carly, 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, Carly. she shoots her. She, she ends up getting away and then he takes one of the, the vials, the super soldier serum and puts, uh, tucks it away.
0: Your, your, your members up. So what happens is Baron Zemo shoots her, right? Oh, um, okay. Okay. Baron Zemo shoots her and he's, he's yeah. trying to kill her. And then, yeah. he, uh, uh and then Baron Zemo sees like the vials on the floor. He goes, is that what I think And then he's, he's crushing. Yeah. And, he's he's like, crushing him, them. Him, and then, he, um. John Walker like stops him and sees one extra vial on the floor. And you see his transformation too, right? He's in a world of super soldiers and yeah. He, I mean he I guess he's trying to be the best that he can be, but they also show like a part of him like where he wishes he took like he he feels bad for the position that he's in because he has like three um three purple hearts, but he doesn't feel like he deserved it. Like right. yeah. he really saved lives or whatever. And if he had the power, that he'd be better, right? Call his boy,
1: him. his boy is his moral compass, though. Like when he, yeah. when he has these discussions, yeah. his well, partner is yeah. always the ones that kind of brings him back. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah. Kind and of. then when, but so even though he said, asked, though, to, yeah, his
0: partner said, I, "I'll take the." Thing. I would take
1: it
2: exactly. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: so, I mean, maybe the intentions are good. Well, or started for, to be good, but yeah, you see him like as like. Like I don't belong to her. I'm not good enough. I have this shield. I'm supposed to be Captain America. I'm getting my butt kicked by the Dora Right. Well, that changes very
2: quickly. Right. So what does he end up doing? Right. He ends up taking the the vial, right? They don't show it, but then he's fighting one of the super soldiers. The the guys kicks him down the stairs. Sam is right there at the, uh, at the other floor and he sees it. And so the super soldier then picks up like a, a, a big metal pipe and tries, uh, he swings it at, uh, the John Walker guy.
1: Yeah, and then bad boy. yeah, and
2: he's Boom. like this, bends it, and Sam's like, Oh, no, you did it.
0: Well, the the, the super soldier, the, the guy, the, the flax man. Oh, no, he
2: said the super soldier said it. Sorry.
0: He was like, Oh, shit. Oh, no,
2: he was <laughs> like, Yeah, that's what he said. Right. <laughs> like, and oh. Sam is looking yeah. at him. The camera goes to Sam, and Sam is like, You could see it on his face. He's like, yeah. He knows. And yeah. then so the, the guy runs away, the other super soldier, um, and, and uh, the John Walker chases after him. He jumps through the window. I don't know if you guys caught this. When he jumps through the window, lands on the car. How he lands with the shield down, in that okay. position. That was the, that was referencing how Captain America when he would jump out of like a window or from high up. That's exactly how he would land too. And then what happens a couple seconds later? Catches a super People soldier in the middle of the town scare, uh, town square, and then he bloody like uses the shield, the American flag, right, the American like on the shield, and he's. Like blood. I thought he was going to decapitate him, but he is just like, yeah, like very gruesome. And then he, the, the, he picks up the shield and his blood all over yeah. the shield. The, yeah, man. the shield, right? And then the episode ends and it's like, now, you know, he's, is he, the is he an anti-hero or is he a really a true villain?
0: Well, I mean, I think in the, comics, in the comics,
2: he's kind of an anti-hero.
0: Yeah. Kind of a villain-ish type person. Yeah. But I see how he's going to lose his shield. Uh, I want to do a quick callback though, which you may have missed. So him, bludging in like the, the soldier and trying to kill, kill him, similar to Captain America versus Tony um, Stark, Stark yep. right? At the end of Civil War, he was kind of hitting him with his shield, right? To disable the art reactor. Once he disabled the art reactor, he like held it one more time, but missed him on purpose, right?
1: Yeah. You know, so yeah. There's,
0: yeah. there's a similar- One more
1: too. one more rewind uh, real, real quick too. When they were fighting the Dora Milaje, you notice how they were able to disarm uh, Bucky's arm like real quick. They they built in some sort of fail up yep. into the yep. Wakandan version where they could just disarm mm-hmm. Homie real quick. So I thought that was real interesting too. Because Sam was like, "Did you know they could do that?" And he was like, "I did not." Know
0: they could yeah. No. Yeah. Absolutely. That's another, that's another interesting part. So yeah.
2: Yeah. Great episodes cool. all around. Two um, so episodes just, left.
0: Yeah, it sucks. Two episodes, right? left. I
2: know. Only six.
0: Yeah um actually it's gonna be only one after tomorrow right because what's well, yeah. episode four tomorrow's episode five
1: yeah
0: um, yeah so yeah no, I, I think
1: these series are genius man like having these mini series like this because you want you want to cover everything in the movie right but you can't because you know you know some studios and wb try to like keep it at two hours or whatever for yeah. whatever reason and you know in that time frame you can't always tell your whole story and this allows you it's not a 20 episode season, like, you know, some other shows are, but six, eight, 10 episodes. Plus, even, there's I mean,
2: like, there's very little, there's very little gap in between like these series now and you're, yeah. everyone's yeah. like, they're keeping everyone occupied. So they're constantly watching Marvel all year round now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's good. It's great. Yeah. Um, I think it's cool because I think this is gonna be so well done in the sense that when you see Sam in a, in a movie, You'll have context of like how he's able to get the shield, but you don't necessarily may have to watch that uh, that movie to or that, that that miniseries to to get. Now, WandaVision might be a little bit different because <laughs>
1: <laughs> I had to watch. Uh, yeah, if, if if you stayed with it, you were happy, but if not, I mean, you were like.
0: But but when they bring when you see Wanda again in like the MCU, you're gonna have to have watched WandaVision.
1: Yeah, for sure. Exactly.
0: Have to, right? Like you're going to to, wonder, why is there a gray vision? Like what's going on here? Like you have to have watched that show. But yeah, um, that's pretty much what we got. Uh